Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Azito. All day, every day. It's Ronaldo flying through the air to put it down. They got the try. Here's Nico. Nico just chewing up. Oh, dummy. Straight through. Got to Tedesco. Now Braley. It's a foot race. Braley getting away from Walker. Walker comes again. Braley got it down. Now they go right side. There we go. Nicola! Pass from Braley out of dummy half. Charging onto it. He's a great hole runner. And the Shire erupts. It's there at marker, but there's only one marker. And Cherry Evans going to kick over the top. There's no one at the back. Turbo's running. The ball bounces for Tomajovic. What a try to Manly. Munster playing out to Hughes. And a chance out here to Warbrick. He is unmarked. Where was the defence? Warbrick has gone over yeah. untouched. There's only four points in it. And a great pass will result in a Lachlan Croker try. Full time. Manly 18 have beaten Melbourne 8 in Friday night footy. Yes, hello everyone. Welcome to Crunch Time. Tough old. I feel the pain if you're out there and uh, you're in a tipping comp. I'm not a favourite backer, but I jumped on the favourite backer train this week and it's <laughs> making me pay the price. To you favourite backers, if you're 0-3, guilty. You're a favourite backer. Crunch Time brought to you by Azito Powering DIYs all day, every day at Bunnings. And before you dig, don't dig blind. Search before you dig online every time. Call 1300-01-1170 to have your say. 0457-736-736. However you're tuning in, we welcome you across uh, this particular program, SEN 1170 in Sydney, SENQ 693 in Queensland, 1620 the Gold Coast. Those on the app, those on the podcast, we say hello to you. The flying fly outer, the resident flying fly outer, Scotty Sattler, is here. Hello, Sats. How are you? Yeah, I actually called the game. First game I've been able to call this year at uh, Suncorp Stadium Thursday night. The Dolphins up against South Sydney. I've got to say, it was a highly entertaining game. Yeah. It was a really good mm. game. And and being there and watching Latrell, myself and Matty Rogers, the rat we we said before the game, let's just watch Latrell and see how much he how much he treks across the field. How many kilometres does he do? How involved is he? And people are saying he doesn't get involved enough, but he's like a traffic cop. He's just pushing people around the field. Yeah. And, yeah, it's I, like I, a chessboard for him. I did that last night. I went to the – the boys dragged me to the, the Roosters-Sharks game. Yep. And I was parked at the southern end. So I had the great pleasure of just purely watching James Tedesco. And like you say, how they marshal the troops. And before we get to our next guest, who is a massive staple of the show and who is airborne, you called the game sets. Goddamn right you did. They lead 18-14 thanks to Harvey Norman. Ilias under pressure from Marshall King. Got a kick away. Straight to Asako. <gasps> bearing down his neck was tasked. <laughs> Mate, how do you know that was me or Matt Rogers? If, if you had done this, <laughs> then I would have known it was you. <laughs> but there, in fact, we'll get to that in a minute. AP, hello to you, Adrian Prozenko. <laughs> hello to you, uh, Sats and Joel. And yes, what a, what a start to the show. Oh, yes. Well, there was a basketballer, um, I think, for the Chicago Bulls, and his daughter was on sideline watching. And every time there was a free throw, when everything was quite quiet, she was screaming. 
<laughs> we might try and get the audio later. But I think she was inspired by you, Sam. The reason why I do it during a call <laughs> is when a pass is going and you can see the defender jamming yeah. in. I go, oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh someone's going to get their ribs broken here. We'll try and get that uh, screaming audio. Hey, uh, can I just quickly say? Oh, I love it. Must be sons, it must be sons and daughters of guns. Because it was a daughter of a gun playing over there and a son of a gun over here. Uh, oh, yeah. I love watching the routines each Saturday when everyone walks into the office. Um, Alex Seal's always here yeah. working hard and and um, and Kay's out there doing all the socials. And, and then I see uh, I walk in with my rolled Vietnamese rice paper rolls <laughs> and then you walk in with your, your trainee's handbag. handbag with your chicken and some rolls. For the team. And yeah, and AP walks in with his Subway. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He's built like a, you're built like a Subway. It's it's all about preparation, boys. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Can I share a, a tale? And I won't give you the full details, but I have shared this for Sats. Did I, so did I tell you this story, AP? No, he wasn't here. No, you weren't here. Yeah, so I quite often, I don't do it all the time. I'm not... Uh, proclaiming to be some kind of good Samaritan, but sometimes it's a good thing to do and it's good for you more than it is for them. So I've gone down to buy the, the tradies handbag and I've got us some rolls for a bit later on and it's all cut up, ready to go. That costs, I don't know, 15, 20 bucks for the team. Yep. If you bought something on your own, you're paying the same price anyway, so it's yep. win-win. There's this guy that comes up behind me and he's got the green, you know, the green um, reusable bag? Yeah. So he's got that full... And I've had a bit of a glance as to see. Don't worry, I picked my mark. <laughs> I had a bit of a glance at the top to see what, what he's got. And there can't be too much damage. So I said, mate, throw these up here. I said, I'm getting yours as well, right? Mm. So he puts it on there. And in my head, I play a bit of a game of prices, right? What could this cost, you know? What could this cost? In fact, before we get to that, what did it cost? So I had budgeted for $15, $20 myself. Mm. Old mate with a green reusable. They had a look at the top, not much doing. Yep. What do you reckon the end cost was? So has he got some caviar in there or something? No, well, or, I can't no. tell well, you. Oh, I'd say oh, max 20 bucks. Absolute max. Okay. So so therefore 40 bucks yep. combined. Sats? Well, I know the story. You know the answer. You, what, what would you have guessed? I would have guessed a, an extra 30 or 40 tops. Yeah, so it was 125 wow. right all up. That's fine. That You know what? If you commit <laughs> to these sorts of calls, you can't yep. complain, you commit to so, them. That's so what it. were the contents of the bag? Well, this is the thing. So he was Said quite. Bag. He was quite reluctant. <laughs> well, firstly, you said it was like it's like a green garbage bag. No, 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 it's right? like a little a... green um, bag about Shop, a foot high, yeah, less okay. than that maybe. Yep. Yeah, you know those little reusable yep. ones. Yep. And he was quite reluctant. No, no, that's all right, mate. That's all right. And I said, no, 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 mate. I, I, trust me, it's more for me than it is for you. I just want to do it. Yep. Oh, that's uh, no, all right, mate. That's all right. I said, give me the bag, put it up here, let's go. I said, put them in separate bags, <laughs> and bang. KY Jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, whose bag was that? Was that yours? Yeah. <laughs> that was his. Oh, yes. Yeah, so there you go. And then what did you, and he, the other uh, part of the story. That's oh, really story. No, no, I wrecked the story because before uh, it, I said, I said, what's for dinner tonight, mate? You know? Oh, no. And I was trying to get a handle of what uh, may be in the bottom yeah. of the bag. Yeah. And he says, oh, sausages tonight. Oh. And, then, <laughs> and then the KY gel comes out. Oh. What, no wonder he's so sheepish about letting you pay for it. I know. Oh. Oh, no. So I've paid for our chicken. Yeah. And, and he's, um, 
him having a good were time. Were there any other incidentals, so <laughs> to speak, in that? He, uh, he should have read between the lines because as he was trying to take the bag off him, he had a gimp mask on. Yeah. <laughs> well, the young attendant had a little bit of a sheepish look at me as if, like, half last but himself. He'd be telling the same story to his all mates. Right. Uh, good on you, champion. Uh, all the best to you. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say. The maestro who leads the charge here. Hello, mate. Oh, I haven't got any stories to match that one, Joel, but uh, very nice to be back with you, gents. Looking forward to the afternoon. And I will be recycling this story on Monday because Fletch doesn't listen anyway exactly. on a Saturday, <laughs> so I'll be doing that. Uh, yeah, I mentioned the boys. I, yesterday I went to – I took the boys down for – one of the boys was training. The other one wanted to do some goal kicking. So I said, yeah, I'll go down there. And the heavens were coming across and the dark clouds. And I kept saying, boys, do you really want to go to the game? Would you rather go home? Because mum was out um, with, with her girlfriends for a birthday party. So I said – do you really want to go to the game, boys, or you want to go home with a pizza and cuddle up with Dad on the lounge and watch the footy? And No, no, let's go to the footy, Dad. Okay, that's fine. We can commit to that. Go to the footy, sitting at the southern end. Oh, so you were the lunatics behind the goalposts. Yeah, behind the goalposts. <laughs> we had some cover, thankfully. But um, great win for the Sharks, boys. Yeah. Great win. In a, in a way, did it feel like it was almost a game burnt by the NRL to have it in that 6 o'clock time slot? Oh. Like, it's that's a marquee fixture. And people are still coming back to work. Like, I'd imagine there's a lot of people that want to watch that game live and can't get to it um, and probably struggle even to get home in time to, yep. to watch mm. it as well. Um, it, deserved, it deserved better, didn't it? Well, c- can I say this just on that? Uh, yes, they had to get there early. And a lot of people were late. So I noticed that I was late to the game and I was walking into the ground with a lot of Roosters supporters. So clearly they've finished work, got the train out to Carring Bar or Woolooware or wherever they've gone, walked down the hill and gone to the game. Uh, and, and you know what I've also also found, and this is not to be at all sexist, but rather to celebrate how far the games could come, is there was a number of um, young girls who were going there firstly by themselves, mm-hmm. which I think is a massive win for the game, which may not have happened back in the day, but they were also going to the game watching the, the KO or the Nine Now with the live streaming of the game. So mm-hmm. they were so invested in... And I think the Women's Rugby League's played a part in that. My daughter, yeah. Miller... Uh, on, I think I told you this story, didn't I? About, did I tell you about the story about Miller Kiraz? No. Did I tell you that story? Yeah. Oh, is this the... Luke she, Goodwin. So oh, she, when she got the tickets. Oh, to I the, did tell you the yes, story. It was on the Friday. Yes, it yes. was on the Friday. Yeah, so a lot of these girls now are coming to games, and you've seen this in the AFL for yep. a long, long time, and this can only help. And I, I think it's no coincidence we're seeing record crowds because all of a sudden, you know, this once upon a time, predominantly male sport, is now dragging... All these pockets of young girls who are just more than happy to go with their girlfriends and go by themselves. Mm. Well, it's, well, it's the it's the daughters that are still need mum and dad to take them to the games. A lot yep. of them that are saying, "Take me to the game, take me to the game," and the parents relent and say, "Okay, let's go to the footy." That that's great. Where before, mums weren't so sure about taking no. their kids yep. to the footy, especially their their daughters. So yeah, it is great to see. And then the game on the game last night, that Cronulla game, I dead said, "Well, one thing about Cronulla, they found resilience and defence." They haven't been able to do that this year. They've been leaking points, what, an average of 20-odd, 24 points, whatever a game. You're never going to win a comp, let alone make the top two or three if you're going to be leaking 24. But they found some resilience in defence. And outside of that, the Roosters, they look disjointed. They look like there's no timing amongst amongst their halves. Hard to put a a finger on what's going on. You know what, AP, it's hard because Sammy Walker's He's an unc- unconventional player. He's not your typical premiership-winning halfback, if I, if I can say it that way. Yep. And then you've got Keary, who's not the Luke Keary 
we've seen of his absolute best who can clearly get there. But then you've got Brandon Smith, is he a nine, is he a 13? I, I feel as though that's the problem there. And I, I kind of think that he'd never come out and say this, but if you had the choice to bring Sammy Verrills back, a fit Sammy mm-hmm. Verrills playing number nine and have one of either Brandon Smith and Rip Badley at lock, I reckon he'd nearly do that. Mm. Thoughts? What would you prefer to have? Oh, I'd rather Radley and Smith in the same pack, including one at dummy half. If one, yep. if one means means one one's a dummy half and Radley's at thirteen, I'd rather that than leaving one on a bench. Yep. Yeah. I, I, as an opposition player, I want one of them on the bench. Okay. Well, let me ask you this then, yep. to both you boys, and we can't overreact. I, I just know when the spring weather comes. This Roosters team's going to be humming, right? Mm. It's just they're too good not to. The coach is too good not to. Yep. Can they win the premiership with number six, Keery, number seven, Walker, number nine, Brandon Smith? Can that trio win the comp? They yep. can, but Luke Keery's got to take over. Yeah. Luke Keery's got to be the – he's got to be the alpha the alpha male of that team. We know that Jared Wirri Hargraves is. And it's hard to look at a, a guy who's five foot seven on a good day and mm. and um, and is coming back from a few head knocks yep. in the last sort of couple of years. But he's got to be the one that just takes control, complete ownership of this side. If he doesn't, then they can't win the comp. Okay. Well, let me. What do you think, Athlete? Yeah, I look at that game last night, and they, the Roosters, completed thirty of thirty-two sets, ninety-four percent completion rate, and yet they didn't. For all of those gems that they have in their in their back line or whatever else, they didn't really look likely. Like the Cronulla just were so much better than them, and they've got a few other issues to sort of look at as well. And yeah, you're talking about, I was watching quite closely, Joseph Suali, the, the $1.6 million man. I think he only had in the first half about three runs for 21 metres. Yep. Um, you know, even Joey Manu was, was you know, his, who I rate as an absolutely exceptional player. Like, Talakai gave him a bath. Like, Talakai was amazing last night. Like, he ran for 212 metres, 92 of those were post-contact metres. Um, like, like, so you've got all of these sort of things, and it's like, how do you... Who's the conductor of this orchestra? You've got the, the woodwind section over here. You've got the brass band. You've got all of these the, these tools that you can use, but it hasn't quite come together. And I thought there were times last night where Kiri was chasing the game, um, but it just it still doesn't – it's not clicking at the moment. I think the it? one thing we know about really good teams is they don't panic too much in the first sort of six or seven rounds. They get concerned internally about you know some of the values that aren't being ticked off, but they don't they don't – really get too concerned if it's origin time and after origin time and they're still playing the way they're playing, that's when it's panic stations. At the moment, it's about, you know what, there's a few little areas we've got to tidy up. But when we tidy those up, we'll be okay. We were saying that last year about the Roosters when similar things were happening at this time of the year and we thought, they'll come good, they'll come good. And they sort of did, but they left it too late. Mm. But that's It's one of the few campaigns where Trent Robinson hasn't quite timed it and they didn't come good in time to make a, a real run at the finals. Like, if you recall, they were almost in danger of falling out of the eight in the last couple of rounds. Absolutely. Mm. Okay, well, this is something I've been banging on for 10 years about, and maybe because my love of racing today is a big day. It's not a championships day. It should be. It should be the third day of the championships. Massive day. Let it ride or be across that. But in my head, and my head, as you know, Sats, I think differently to a lot of things, and quite often I'm wrong. There's a lot of voices going there's, on. There's a lot, of, a lot of noise, yes. Yeah. yeah. Shush, Mary. Uh, <laughs> But what, where I'm going, because this, where, where I get frustrated is when I think something's obvious. So for me, I've mentioned the, the two-point 
um, buy thing, I think, is so moronic and obvious we don't do it. I think the fact we don't do short kickoffs enough is moronic, and I'll give you some numbers about that a little bit later on. But the other thing is this. We we don't make – you have – there's a horse today called Private Eye who's scratched from a major race, and there's major prize money because the horse just doesn't go that well in the wet. We don't, as rugby league, as, as a fraternity in rugby league, factor in the weather conditions. We don't plot how – you know, this kid has, if you did your own rugby league ratings, he, he generally scores this in the wet weather, this. It's a factor. It's an absolute factor about how people play. And where I'm going to with this, Tyrell Sloan in a wet, slow game comes massively back to the field. Mm-hmm. Get the kid on a hard deck and he turns into, you know, the next Greg Inglis. Last night, and you mentioned this, AP, Swally, he got nine carries and a lot of that hard yards. Yep. Joey Manu, 11 carries. Neither of them cracked 100 metres. That type of game for me is Kiri number seven, Joey Manu number six to get his hands on the ball more. But we just stick to what we picked regardless. So if it was... So picking a team based on your conditions. Not Yeah, but not, it may only relate to two or three players. Mm. But a light player like Sammy Walker who can't get his foot into the ground, it's not suited for that long ball he's doing then why pick him in the halves when you can get Joey Manu closer to the action chiming in? That, that to me, with this simplistic brain of mine, feels so bloody obvious that no teams ever do. Yep. But again, I might be wrong. But even what you talk about where Joseph Solis is best placed and best used, I would have thought him on the wing would, in that sort of a game under those conditions, would be so much more of a threat contesting high balls rather than in the centres. And, and Mugatalo on that... Sly did a, a great job of, you know, diffusing it when they did go to him. But I just thought, doesn't he offer you more on the wing? Yeah. Mate, he, he was Mulatalo. So when you go to the games, it's very hard to properly appraise a game mm. like you do when you're at home. You know, you're talking to the kids and they're running off getting hot dogs and chips on a stick and all this sort of stuff. So we're at the southern end of the field. So you're not paying a lot of attention. But there was a two-minute window where the Sharks were under the pump, massively under the pump. Kick comes across, Mulatalo, massive kick threat, takes the catch. 30 seconds later, he does an intercept that gets him the ball back on halfway mm. line. 15 seconds later, he scores that try in the corner. Mm. That decides the game. Mm. Absolutely decides the game. Yeah. He's a star player, isn't he? He is. He is. Ipswich, Ipswich High Boy, um, who, went, who won the actual national titles last year at Ipswich High School. They yeah. never had a real... Major rugby league program, and all of a sudden they've swept under people like Palm Beach Crumbin and Kiber and Marsden High in Queensland, who are powerhouses, and and he's a he's a product of that school, and it's a great story, Ronaldo Multala, how he's how he came to to play rugby league, and also what his home life was like. It's it's a really good story, and he's become one of the real strike sort of centres in the in the competition now. Yeah. It seems he's had a growth spurt in the last two years. Oh yeah, he's gone from a good size winger to like a six foot three, six foot four. I may be wrong, but he he looks like a big winger now. If there was a world team, he, he would go very close to making that world winger position, wouldn't he? Ronaldo Militalo. Oh, don't know. Brian Toto clearly makes the spot. Just on the Swahili state of origin chat, a lot of people are talking about Swahili possibly make the team. For me, I, I don't personally have him anywhere near it, and and the reason is this: I do on the wing. Well. The reason is this. Well, on the wing, okay. The left centre is Latrell's position, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Absolutely right. That's where he plays. Mm. So unless you've got him on the wing, personally, but, I think... But, I, 
Because he's so young, he's untarnished by lefts and rights. Yeah, I okay. I think he could just slot in at the moment because he's so young. He hasn't – there's no scar tissue on him. Where he's In his mindset, well, I only play left. What are you going to throw me over on the right for? I've never carried the ball at my right hand and tried to fend off with my left. You know, it's funny. Listeners may sit up there and th- sit out there and think, no, that doesn't happen. It 100% happens mm. amongst players yeah, who have yeah. played 70, 80, 100 first-grade games. He's untarnished at the moment, so I think he could do it. Is he in front of Stephen Crichton? On the wing? Stephen Crichton, for me, boys, he, this is a player. He's only 22. Mm. He has scored a try in three different grand finals. He's World, a, he's World a Cups, big, scored, big scored a try in a he's World a Cup final. Big moments. And I know it shouldn't be a factor, but he is loyal to the game, at least to this point. Is Joseph Swali'i really in front of Stephen Crichton? I, I think he's a victim of his own versatility because Joseph yeah, Swali'i does, he's a good centre, good winger, but he's not great in either position at this point. And I wouldn't pick him in front of, well, I don't think he's the best winger in his, in his team. You know? but, but isn't an obvious back line, Teddy fullback, uh, Crichton, Toto on the wings, Turbo and Latrell. You just got to look, with Origin, you've got to look at how brutal those back three, the amount of brutality they go through. Yeah. And, you know, when Gal was saying, oh, I'd put Trebojevic on the wing, that's, you, that's just, you'd never do that to yeah. Trebojevic. Yeah, especially at this stage of his career. But with Sue Lee, the way that he brings a ball back and how he just invites collision, he loves collision. And sometimes he comes out the other side, sometimes he doesn't. Stephen Crichton has a lot more finesse about him. And I think if 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 I'm Queensland and I've got Sue Lee coming back at me, I'm going to, I'm going to brace for impact. When Crichton's coming back, I don't know whether he's going to step across the front of the line, someone else is going to pick him up. But when it comes to origin, you've just got to pick a line and you've got seven kick chases and you've got you've got a, a ball player that says, okay, I've just got to pick a line and I've just got to rip straight into it and I've got to close my eyes and hope I come out the other side. I think Sue Ali wins that battle okay. at origin level. So if you're Brad it's, Fittler, you're going Sue Ali. On the, I'd go Sue Ali on yeah. the wing, it's, yeah. It's interesting because sometimes it's, it's not always the most robust winger that's the most effective in origin. Like, I wouldn't class Jared Hayne as being a robust player, but when he played on the wing for New yeah. South Wales, he was amazing because he brought that sort of traditional winger's role, but he also had that other string to his bow where he could come in field, he could play ball play as well. And that's why many times he was man of the match. So it just depends on the rest of your balance of your side. It's a big, uh, big talking point, that's for sure. We'll get into the Manly versus Storm very, very shortly. This is crunch time. Crunch time, of course, uh, all thanks to Before You Dig Australia and Azito powering DIYs all day, every day at Bunnings. You make the show, remember, so have your say on the text line 0457 736 736. After this, too, we'll share the details of Let It Ride and how you can uh, win the prizes today. one 1170 Crunch time.